0: Welcome, everybody. This is PMP Weekly, episode 199. It is 27th of February, 2023, uh, one day from March, which is pretty cool. Today, uh, we'll have a visitor uh, from who's well-known by many, 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 many people from the SharePoint first, and then Microsoft five area solo. Our visitor is Mr. Spencer Harbor. Mr. Spencer Harper. Now, before we actually talk about that and go to the articles and all of that stuff, let's recap And um, pmp Weekly, we talk about the latest on Microsoft 365, all up, um, including related technologies. So we do touch Power Platform here and there. We do touch other technologies, of course. BMP um, hashtag, BMP uh, Weekly hashtag in Twitter. If you are there, uh, tag your uh, articles so we know uh, all the awesome stuff that you're covering. And uh, we'll always have a visitor. Well, typically have a visitor in place, and then we'll do articles um, and the latest weekly articles on there. Uh, my name is Javier. I'm a product manager. I, again, need to rethink what is my title? Product manager in Microsoft 365 <laughs> oh, <wait a> <laughs> platform areas. <laughs> <laughs> and our co-host is. Hey
1: everybody, my name is Valdek Mastikas, and I'm cloud developer advocate for Microsoft 365
0: at Microsoft. You're, you're much better on your title than I am. So. It
1: hasn't changed since I joined. That, that well, makes it
0: oh, fair really point. Easy. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Good point. Now, without further ado, let's actually jump on the interview with Spencer Harper. Excellent. So, Spence, welcome to the show. Uh, how's life? Well, Nick, he's not moving. What's wrong? Yeah. <laughs> and thank you, Spence. Back in the studio. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> yeah, we had a unfortunate, uh, really last minute cancellation, so we will need to reschedule Spence. Uh, Spence Harper, ladies and gentlemen, uh, um, in his natural habitat. Is that the right way of saying that? Yes. <laughs> but yeah, Spence. A lot of people probably know Spence from a historical things. If you've been around on Microsoft 365 or in on premises collaboration tooling, he's uh, He's doing a lot of stuff nowadays, and he's also one of the persons organizing the European Cooperation Summit, which is happening on May 21st, 22nd. Uh, Let's go to the dates in a second. Now, Spence had a last-minute cancellation due to family, uh, unexpected situations within the family, uh, which is almost like too much already (laughs) to share, uh, but it's okay. Uh, We'll get him scheduled on another day. Uh, So these things do happen uh, because it's life, um, and, you know. Now, what we wanted to do with uh, Waldeck is then to do a quick recap on all of the different awesome conferences which are coming up within the spring. So let's actually have a a focus on the the Microsoft 365 conference in Las Vegas, European Collaboration Summit, uh, 365 Educon, and then uh, the Community Days in overall. Sounds good, Waldeck? Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan. Together with Spence. Yes. (laughs) Spence, any thoughts? Absolutely. (laughs) That's funny. Now, uh, let's actually move then to my screen. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, first of all, uh, we have the if you go think about the spring conference uh, season uh, starting and warming up. Uh, of course, there are a lot of uh, let's say a bit smaller conferences, um, but we wanted to call out three uh, which are now happening, and uh, maybe one more actually from the community day site in a second. Uh, but first of all, uh, in early May, May second to May fourth, uh, we have the Microsoft 365 conference, which is all about Microsoft Viva, Microsoft Teams, Microsoft SharePoint, and Microsoft Power Platform. Uh, so it's all. All up everything what you can do it within the microsoft 365 together with our friends in the microsoft platform side 150 speakers 150 sessions, workshop and and uh, expo area as well so it's looking super 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 cool um you haven't been in vegas in, in well in this one right walter
1: correct i i've been to vegas for i'm trying to think if that was still SharePoint conference of it or if that was ignite already i think it was spc
0: SBC yes, twenty fourteen probably. Was that Venetian?
1: No, so actually that
0: was in the MGM. Yeah, then it has to be twenty eighteen uh 365 Conference. It was already or oh, was it? I ah, had good point. I can't remember what was the name of the conference.
1: No, I think that was that was <laughs> earlier. I'm trying to think like what was the thing. So I think that was that was, that was one so I've been maybe to even two or three times in Vegas. So one was yep. Uh, Shortly after we released uh, Surface RT, because I recall I bought one. Cool. That's an awesome (laughs) device. Wait, wait, I actually have it here. (laughs) Another one one was shortly after we released... That was on-premises. That was, I think, in SharePoint 2013. We released a bunch of stuff around search. So the ability to um, aggregate uh, content through search. And I did a presentation about using uh not napa i don't know if you recall that yeah yes browser kind of predecessor to power apps yep so that's one yes Yeah. yeah yeah so in combination with uh search to build basically a windows 8 app uh that aggregates the content from sharepoint cool so, uh, there was that one, and I'm trying to think if there was oh, there was another one. So, there was also one where uh, the party was at the NASCAR track. That
0: was 2014, for sure. That was the Venetian, or the... the... There wasn't a Venetian, there was an MGM. Really? Yeah. No, yes, it was, actually, you're correct. I can't remember the dates anymore. That's a, you know, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, yeah. right? Yeah, well, so... I mean, so I'm not
1: sure if there was an MGM, <laughs> there was... Like, there is the Luxor, and then there was the one next to it. And MGM uh, the, I think is on the other side of the Strip.
0: Yeah, that is true. MGM is on the other side of the yeah, so Strip. Yeah, so there wasn't an MGM, I, but it
1: was, like, the first one on the uh, on the Strip,
0: basically. Uh, I will uh, double-check this. Uh, so, guess why uh, not? Oh,
1: jeez, what a gap. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? The ho- no, it's not It's not the hotel, was it? No. What was its name?
0: Uh, one second, one second. Uh, I'm going to use uh, Maps. Uh, Google Maps. And it is Mandela Bay.
1: Mandela Bay, there you go. There you go, Mandela Bay, correct. Correct, and then there was also another year where we had the party from uh, Bon Jovi, or only John. Not the whole band, but only John. And then there was also one party where it was with uh, Huey Lewis, I'm, I, I'm recalling the events based on the parties. That that that, that, <laughs> that isn't it. Yeah. Like what do I but think? It, yeah, we talked about DevOps in SharePoint. I was
0: like exactly, or oh, Microsoft 365, or whatever. And 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 every single hotel pretty much looks exactly the same. So um, I, the one thing with the MGM is I like the fact that the MGM conference, uh, if you're staying in MGM, you can just easily, you know, it's it's a really convenient location, and there's multiple options on staying in MGM as well. So, but. Oh, yeah, I mean, like strip in Vegas is really has this really weird thing where,
1: yeah, like you can walk on one side of the strip indoors from I don't know if if the whole end to the other and in, yep. indoors like you don't need to yep. go out. And yep. if someone like there would be a sky bridge, I think that is between, uh, New York and Excalibur, I think if my memory, uh, is okay. Uh, but yep. other than that, like you just like, yep. you, you just go from one place to another for miles indoors. Yep,
0: that's true. And it all all looks the same pretty much on the on the yes. Casino <laughs> forest. yeah the, yes yeah. exactly, anyway, so uh on this year uh so vegas so if you haven't been in Vegas, you want to be in Vegas at least once. If you have been in Vegas, I've been a few times since like I'm not getting super excited on the Vegas itself, but okay, meeting people meeting uh meeting yeah. uh, community mvps other pms and and all of that that's always really really cool um, this year and uh, a lot of lot of sessions and there's even more sessions coming up on uh, on uh, also on uh, from microsoft um which don't think they're all listed in here yet. And then there's also workshops. Uh, so there's quite a few workshops available where uh, we focus on covering Power Platform, uh, Microsoft Syntax, uh, development and all of that. So a lot of lot of uh, really, really cool updates and, and options for people to learn how to take advantage of Microsoft 365. But that's on uh, from actually technically from the end of April until the 5th of May. But the actual conference days are 2nd to 4th of May. So the workshop dates are until 5th of May. Yes, exactly. So that should be nice. Now, the second thing uh, which we're, we're planning to talk about uh, today uh, with Spencer uh, is the European Collaboration Summit, because he's one of the organizer or he's in the crew organizing the European Collaboration Summit. And it is 10th year anniversary um, of the show. Um, I've been closely involved for past six years, seven years, I don't know, something like that. Uh, uh, time flies on. Huh? <laughs> yes. That's <laughs> true, but it's it's more on helping on on uh, being present and helping the organizers, and it's really well organized uh, and coordinated. So ten years means that they know exactly what they're doing, um, and uh, the cool thing about European Cooperation Summit it's it, it's a non profit uh, conference. So the idea there is not to actually make money; it's to have friends have fun with the friends and the community and and you know relax so it is really really nice um, and this price point is quite low uh, which which is always nice for everybody who's attending so uh last time we were there uh wasn't one was it 2021 december uh it was a bit of a challenging uh, time because there was still a COVID outbreaks and the discussions and there was a late 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 uh, last, last There was actually last night cancellations, even on flights when people just didn't show up. Uh, So there was a lot of additional stress because there was just another outbreak somewhere in middle Europe at the time, which is always a bit of a bummer. I think Germany itself had like an outbreak around the event. Yes, that's true. That is true. It it was basically, I, I remember having a, well, there was a few of us coming from uh finland um, and of course a bit of a sad thing to talk about these things but i guess everybody has gone through this so it's it's okay so i had a long discussion with laura kokarinen uh during the weekend then the flights over on sunday and she bailed out because there was a a concerns related on things um so i did flew over and it's completely understandable Um, so it's 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 one of those things where you we need to be careful on these things as well so luckily situation now looks good for this spring and and hopefully all of this is now passed um, you never know um it's a great reminder on life has a strange way of surprising us um yeah. you never know what's going to happen so luckily to 2021 uh, was was still a nice success a lot of people um in present and we had fun so and it's yeah. always been a really really nice event this one happens in Dusseldorf. Uh, Dusseldorf is really nice also from a perspective of this big airport. And, and all the way around the U- Europe, you can easily fly in. So if you're coming even from U.S., you can fly to any location in Europe, and you'll get a flight directly to Dusseldorf. makes it super easy. And for you, Waldeck, well, like, this is really easy. You'll just drive over, right? Well, yeah.
1: So I originally planned to come by train. Yeah, definitely. Because that is like a yeah. super convenient thing. But I might actually carpool with someone else. So yeah, still, it could be, but... I don't need to fly. And you might think like, I know, like a flight is so short. Well, yes, the flight itself, yes, but everything around it isn't. So end to end, mm-hmm. I'm just as much time lost, not to mention all the, the additional stress of airport security, getting to stuff, bags, checking in stuff, like none of that on a train or in a car, you just put your bag in a car and drive or step on a train. And within two hours, you were there the convenience of internet and everything on board, it's perfect. Like I would pick train over airplane anytime.
0: Yep, I would as well if that would be an option. We're a bit of an uh-huh. island in Europe <laughs> with Finland, so and if you don't There's know what channel. that means, have There's a look a on channel. the <laughs> yes, have a look on the map and you'll understand why this Finland is kind of an island, even though it's I not. Mean, so it
1: had the same problem. They dug a channel. Like
0: they, <laughs> they, did they they did dug the a channel. channel yes, indeed. They fixed yes, it. indeed. Well, they're yeah, they're apparently working on potentially ducking a channel in from between Helsinki and Tallinn. So it's yeah, but that would be like the long way around. Well. Not necessarily. It's duck a well, channel from to Stockholm, Lithuania, Latvia, all the way down Poland, to Poland. Poland,
1: yes. Yep. So that's like, like additional thousands, thousands of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, <laughs> you can now take a train. Well,
0: you can always duck a channel from Helsinki to Dusseldorf, right? So that would be the fastest, you know, direct yes. line. So why don't you <laughs> just go straight straight exactly? Down. Like, <laughs> so it is now. What is it? Twenty seventh of uh, February. We still have exactly. What? You still have two months. How months. Much, how long can
1: it take? Like how much work can
0: <laughs> <Exactly>. it be? <need? laughs> anyway, wow. so on the European collaboration summit, a lot of lot of events, a uh, lot of sorry uh, sessions, and a lot of lot of cool things as well. So we do have a uh, here we go uh, tutorials. Uh, for different uh, audiences, for power platform, Power BI, uh, Microsoft 365 for security. Um- if you are a more a business user, there's a uh, there's a nice tutorial for that one as well with Mark Anderson and Emily Mancini, and then of course Max O'True his five and Teams development power class, and that's that's with a, a lot of our MVP crew, um, and I'll be talking there as an introduction as well. Um, on top of that, there's a massive massive amount of sessions, uh, which is really really cool. Uh, so there's a lot of lot of uh, sessions, lot of lot of different options to learn from the Art of Possible Cross, mm-hmm. Microsoft Trace S5 Power Platform and many, many more things. So really, really cool conference, uh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well yeah. Looking forward actually to be here. So just the location is really really good. It's really really nice. Yeah,
1: yeah I think it's... It's, it's it's been a while since I was there. I'm trying to see if I am at the picture of the Rancor booth. I might have not been I, I don't know from which year it is. Uh but yeah don't it's been a while here. since uh I've been there last time. Yep. <laughs> don't click here please. <laughs> and you just had to. And you just had of to.
0: Of course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Uh,
1: yeah, I On... think I've been in the last one in 2020, I believe and yep. and it was a great
0: great event. 20 Maybe not 2020, 2019. I don't think there was an event in 2020. Really? because 2020 is the pandemic you know the year which doesn't All exist
1: right wow so 2019 yeah 4 years 4 years already that could yep. that could have very much be the case yes
0: yep absolutely absolutely cool Now, on top of that, there's the European Collaboration Summit, that happens in Düsseldorf in Europe, Um, super convenient for them. And then we have the Microsoft 365 or 365 Educon, uh, which is all about Microsoft 365 uh, training conferences as well. And they have three different conferences this year uh, between June and end of August, uh, which is really, really cool. Well, the Seattle one is combined, um, but there's a uh, Intune and uh, there's 365 Edecon DC and there's a lot of lot of cool events and, and speakers and plans here as well. So it's a great opportunity for those who probably, there's people who might prefer to stay in the U.S. And, and be in U.S. conferences because of, you know, flights and costs related on all of that. But that's a great, great, great option as well. There's 70 speaker, 130 sessions, 25 workshops, I think. So a lot of, other lot of stuff. Cool. And then if you're wondering on, hey, wait, so uh, what, what are the other options? Of course, there's a lot of, lot of, lot of, lot of, lot of conferences and events and in-person and hybrid events available. Um, and you can get the list of all of them at the communitydays.org. And this is the one centralized location where we are trying to aggregate all of the events uh, organized by the the community and also by the microsoft um, uh, employees and a lot of stuff is happening so if, if i go to the events um but we can actually start seeing a lot all the of conferences wow. yeah so there's a lot of lot of lot of them all around the world um it almost like of course every single weekend or week there's at least once um but there's like numerous but of but them not all of these
1: events are around M365 because i can see some of them something Correct. like if you go up workshop
0: day those metaverse get yep. cs dynamics conference yep Yep. Yeah. So this is basically Microsoft Community, Microsoft Cloud, uh, all up, not just Microsoft 365. So, and if you are event organizer, please take advantage of getting your event listed in here. Uh, it helps on promoting the event then in multiple locations. We're using this list also then within our weekly summaries and the internal communications and all of that to educate everybody on the different events which are happening. So, if you're doing, if you organize events, please, please, please get it listed in here as well. Uh, we want to help your event be a success. Cool. Now, let me actually stop sharing. Any thoughts, (laughs) Spence? That's funny. Now, um that's so bad. now, we did record uh, the intro and the articles uh, before the last minute uh, the, the unfortunate situation, Spencer couldn't actually make it. So there's going to be an interesting <laughs> transition from this recording.: yeah, We had discussion to with the Spence. next.: No, we haven't. <laughs> yet. But let's do a quick recap. Any, any uh, interesting what's happening this week, uh, while they' on your table?: a There's lot, lot a lot of I like
1: there is a coincidence, like stars aligned. So tomorrow, we've got a new release of CLI for Microsoft 365. And it was interesting thing. The other day, we had a recap with the team. Uh, February has 28 days. Yep. I think we shipped this month like 29 commands, new commands, like one command cool. every day. It's just like That's insane amount of work. I don't think that we've ever been as active as we are now. It's just great yep. to see everybody's energy and uh amount of work that we get from people all over the place helping us out, working with us to improve CLI for everybody else. So this is so, so, so cool to see. So that is one. Two, we're releasing a new version of Microsoft Graph Developer Proxy D tool to make untestable testable, allowing you to simulate the elusive API errors like throttling, server errors, and all that, and help you ensure that you deploy your apps in production with confidence. Right, so we've got a few improvements there, and we're laying some foundational work for some new cool things to come. Uh, to, so stay tuned for that. Uh, so that is two. Three, on Wednesday, March 1, the hackathon. We talked about it already a bit. So that is another thing, like combination of a lot of work being done first for preps, and now we are going live. So we are excited to see how many folks will join and most importantly, what kind of cool things they will build. Like we shared some ideas that we had, like what are the the common things you would do with Microsoft Graph, but I'm sure like people will get creative and the moment it will click, it was like, oh, we can do this and then they would just go. So I'm really excited to uh, see like what cool things people will
0: build and yep. then finally- And some of those we're planning to do in the community demos as community calls as well. Definitely, so,
1: definitely, right? So we will definitely try to highlight these to show basically everybody like what cool things you can build. Yep. Um, And then another thing, one more thing I just learned just before we, d- we did the recording now is that apparently there'll be a new preview release of Microsoft Graph Toolkit this week too. Cool. So version three with new things, new updates. Um.
0: Stay tuned for more info. Cool. Uh, cool. What's on your plate? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, a lot of, a lot of, uh, random. Uh, I've, I've got to be honest. with don't do honest. I did. I, I have so much small things uh, which I need to take care of um, that it's a lot of list kind of a uh, chaos. Managing the chaos, and then of course, SPFX 1.17 went pre- preview last week. We talked about that one in articles, which we're going to cover uh, after this because um, we. Shuffle the things uh so um and getting all of that ready, and uh, we'll probably have one or two more preview releases one point seventeen with new capabilities and features before the ga is coming out on the end of uh, March uh, there's a lot of videos which I need to do some production um, and finalizing and posting and scheduling and social media promotional things uh so that's that's all getting done this week as well we we're not well, there's kind of a positive problem we have too much material which we just need to start you know, scheduling to push out yeah. um, on what the community has done, what the PMs have done, what people have done, which is great because it's better to have almost like too much videos than no content because there's so yeah. much happening around the Microsoft 365 and Power Platform areas. And and yeah. I think the, one of the key challenges that we keep on having is that how do we help our customers and, and partners to stay up to date with all of the new possibilities? And so yeah. try to, try to figure out how do we do that again better to communicate almost too much than not at all so
1: i think in the end you know it would almost require you to have like a centralized dashboard with tags and you can basically pick i am interested in this and i am not yes. interested in that and that yeah, basically allows you to allows us to keep the pace keep shipping and announcing discussing presenting new things and people can then choose themselves what they are interested in, yep. and basically they get announcement about that and don't get announcements about some other things, because otherwise, yep. it's really hard, right? Because like when you get all the announcements, everything that we share, I can imagine you might get overwhelmed unless you yep. travel to work, maybe be, you commute, and you have like one or two hours a day spare where you yep. commute, and you want to tune out and tune in into things that we do, which is perfect. Like if, if you yep. can do that, and you are interested in that perfectly fine but i can imagine many folks don't like i'm working at home i've been working at home for the last four or five years my travel work distance is like a floor up and down yep i don't even do that because i'm on one floor so yeah but i mean like you have this whole west wing east wing thing. (laughs) so like there you go yeah south and west there you go yeah (laughs) south by southwest (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that went south. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> right. But I mean like yeah, it's so I I don't with with that, it's it takes like for my part deliberate action to stay tuned into the recent updates because I just yeah, I like when I work at work and when I'm done with work, I am done with work. So I don't have the yeah. kinda time when I'm forced not to work, but I'm cannot also do anything else, like being in a car.
0: True true and and of course we do have the message center for the some of the new features but again if you're a developer and if you are then the the landscape is much bigger because from a developer perspective it's not just the new features it's also the apis also the azure integration points the opportunities there all of that stuff and the guidance are rolling out new samples the GitHub is full of new stuff and it's like "Ah, so much to do do and it would be like i said it would be really nice to have a centralized pipeline for all of the new features and that's something which we probably should start working on at some point um as a microsoft in microsoft 365 is five areas trying to figure out how do we do that and of course our internal organization structure isn't really optimized for that kind of communications unfortunately and that's mm-hmm. causing a bit of a challenge always but let's see well, i mean at let's the end see. of
1: the day it doesn't that's a bad excuse hard,
0: right like imagine like every where we uh
1: we get stuff out have an rss feed and then it only comes down to
0: sure. the right tags and you bring few feeds into one and yep. that's your dashboard. one unified centralized feed absolutely 100 percent. absolutely makes sense cool that's a Gilded. great idea Gilded. just make it happen
1: Gilded. come on yeah Gilded. come on Waldeck. Yeah. <laughs> how long would it take right i mean like <laughs>
0: yeah, <Yes>. yeah. <laughs> well if you if you can do do a channel from Helsinki to do so in less than two months come on so
1: <laughs> Wait a minute. So while digging the channel, how, why not build the
0: thing as well? Yeah, that's true. Actually, yes, two you, two birds and a so one
1: two flies. Not two, like fly, not not a two deep birds, things,
0: right? Two flies on a one hit. Not two birds. You don't hit birds. Don't hit two birds. Birds with one stone. Don't don't. It's
1: the Don't thing. hit birds. It's proverbs. It's. <laughs> <laughs> figure
0: of speech you don't really no animals were,
1: were harmed during yes. the recording of this don't show. harm
0: animals absolutely anyway let's jump on the on the weekly articles uh take your spence on this one in the last days <laughs> he's he funny now uh, let's jump on the <laughs> let's jump on the on the weekly articles and we'll get Spence and uh, definitely scheduled for the show uh for upcoming weeks but let's see uh let's see when uh, we will um, announce that as the time is right Thanks everybody for this one. Let's jump into weekly articles. Excellent. Thank you, Spencer. Uh on the on the really good discussion as well. Um and, and really good to catch up. Uh it's been again a while and again good what looking forward on, on actually seeing you in, in person um in Dusseldorf. That's the location. Yes it is. Yes. In yes. What was the location? What was the city? Somewhere in Europe, you know. It's not a <laughs> Europe is such a small thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, uh Düsseldorf in May hopefully. We will see other people there as well. We, we are seeing actually well, I I have a small insights on the registration numbers and they're looking actually really really awesome. So awesome to see the interest um on on having these in person events. So, which is awesome. Matt, let's actually then jump on the weekly articles, right Walter? Let's do that. Excellent. What's in the news? What's in the news? What has happened? So let's first start with the Microsoft uh, blocks and what's happening on there. Uh, there was well, some of the blocks are pretty quiet. Uh, it's it's been a quiet times. But in the Microsoft Viva block, uh, there was answers in Viva, understanding time saved and people helped. And this really comes back on the answers features in Viva Engage, and then how it actually provides analytics on the value and the savings. What what the company has been done without with the tooling and. Uh, in general, this is really, really good and every single product should have some sort of a statistics and analytics on, hey, this is how much time you save because time is money, right? So you really know, cool what, to have what these other features.
1: Thing, what, what other thing a product should have what other things? Uh, good features. An API. An API.
0: An a- <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is one thing that we're being asked time and again for every single that's thing. That we'll be like, yeah, that's cool. But does it have an API? Because that's really a critical true. thing. Like, As cool true. as it is for us to offer features that address 80%, 90% of the need, yep. there's always this niche that hey but i'd like to do x and we cannot yep. cater to all of that it just doesn't scale because there's this long tail of needs having an api is perfect for that because we say hey we've got this cool thing you don't need to build it it just works and then for yep. everything else here is an api
0: if you yes, need something API, more, you can extend that
1: exactly, exactly. be my guess so
0: not unblocking customers and partners uh, uh, enabling them to do more uh, with apis that's always good exactly <laughs> Yes, Uh, okay, cool. Anyway, uh, let's go to the second article and this one was simplifying change management of Microsoft 365. quite interesting as well so first of all for those who are not uh, familiar with this we do have the message center in the tenant uh, admin qx super important actually to stay up to date on what's happening within a tenant and what are the new features which are coming out so uh, the message center show for daniel and daryl uh, is a good example of the, the that they cover what's in here and then elaborate a bit on the messaging because some of the the, <laughs> the text in, in the message center might be a bit confusing and it's so it's good to know that okay that's what it actually means. So thank you, Daniel and Darryl. I'm doing that on a weekly basis as well. But now we are introducing additional updates, additional scenarios, additional features um, in the message center and to make it even easier for administrators to stay up to date on what's happening. And just to re- reformat that, it's not just for administrators. So this is the location to understand What's rolling out so it would be cute for every single customer have some sort of a process that even though it's administrator who goes here and sees the things that information is then shared internally with business users and owners and product owners and all of that and then for the larger larger audience uh, so let's try to think that in a more broader way because administrators are typically not the product owners of microsoft 365 in an enterprise company so Cool. Then we had a new article uh, from uh, Swapna Ninan on the Graph APIs. New
1: capabilities available in Microsoft Graph to do APIs. So there are two things that we make available now. Uh, Something that one thing which you've asked for a long time, having app-only access to things in to do. So now it is available. If you have like um, unmanaged or unmanaged um, non-interactive app like a daemon process or something like a job going in the background. Now, you don't need to use a service account without MFA on that. You can just use app-only access to safely access the content in Yep. And another part is having access to attachments. So if you have a task and there's anything attached to it, whether it's image, uh, file, anything else, you can get that through the API too. So if you are using to do APIs, this is a great next step
0: for you to be able to do more. Absolutely. And and a key point on the application permissions, it's not only for reading, it's also creating. So you can now easily integrate the tasks which you might have from other LOP systems. Exactly. Moving from some other place to Microsoft To Do. Exactly. Exactly. So you can easily do that. So super, super cool. Uh, Awesome, awesome, awesome improvements. Da-da-da! Then apparently I've written something, which well, I have a bad point? memory. <laughs> 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 but uh, last week we had actually two big um, points uh, right, related on SharePoint Framework. Uh, I will actually do a teaser and jump in here. And uh, first of all, we had uh, the sixth year anniversary on on the general availability of SharePoint Framework, which is really really cool, and it's still growing. The usage is growing, which is amazing. It's really basically validates the the implementation style and the engagement model, what we've been having in SPFX. Um, because because, well, it's still growing. The numbers are out of this world. Six years, uh, seven years since it actually kind of existed because I remember our first preview and the beta one, Dev Kitchen uh, under NDA was in January, 2016. You were by the way there, Walter. If I remember. No, you were in a the second, course, you were in Brussels. Two, yeah. yes, yes, in Belgium, true. yeah. That is true. Oh, is true. good <laughs> times, good memories. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's true quite a few years ago, uh, but it's 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 yeah, it's yeah, really, really cool. Uh, now, the second thing which we did was that we announced at the same day, actually, uh, a first preview version of 1.17. Uh, and this is kind of a baseline release yet. We don't have that much new features mentioned in the blog post, uh, but we'll add a few more additional details. And then uh, as we move closer to the end of March, uh, there's going to be a GA hopefully in the end of March, not in or maybe in early April of 1.17 with new capabilities. And of course, a lot of bug fixes and improvements based on the the issues which have been reported or being listed in the release notes at the documentation so really really cool to have this one available as well and there's there's the list of issues which have been addressed in 1.7. nice nice good then we have something really cool where you are closely involved starting this week as well Exactly.
1: Right. So as you are watching this, hopefully on Tuesday, February 28th, tomorrow, on Wednesday, March 1st. 2023. We, uh, yes. <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe in 2024, we will have exactly the same thing. That is true. Knows? That's true. Um. Anyway, so on March 1st, we're going to start 15 days long virtual online hackathon around .NET and Microsoft Graph. It's a cool Time and place for you to learn about how you would use .NET and Microsoft Graph in your apps for school, for work, personal apps. What's also even cool, we will have a great lineup of folks What's even cooler prizes. Because there is no hackathon without cool things that we are planning to give away to the winners. So yep. if you have an idea... and. Any app is good enough. As long as it uses .NET and Microsoft Graph, you are eligible for a prize. So go to aka.ms slash hack-together, sign up, and we will see you on March 1. And looking forward to seeing what hacks you will build.
0: It sounds really good. And and awesome to see this one finally alive, uh, because you've been prepping this for a long time. (laughs) Yes,
1: (laughs) yes. Like on the outside, it's like, yeah, we're doing an event. And then internally, like to get all of it done, it's a lot of work to really organize events. So like I got a lot of respect for folks who organized events in the past. Now I got to experience like how much work it actually is. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah it is it's surprising a lot of work <laughs> absolutely and coordinating things and making sure that everybody is truly committed and understand their expectations and all of that stuff it's just a lot and aligned and even though
1: you're doing that in a team yeah it's still a lot of work
0: <laughs> yep absolutely 100 now uh on the power platform side, uh power platform automate desktop flows uh i have power automate desktop flows in dataware updates so basically there's updates on the side. Power Automate Desktop. Uh, so there's an update uh, from last week related on that. Uh, new features scrolling out um, and new changes which are basically impacting the existing flows. So from a version one to version two, all of that. So now we're, that's always the version is so hard when it starts. We, Sooner or later, at some point of the product cycle, Bursting, naming things, <laughs> exactly. authentication, authorization, oh, yes, <laughs> DNS, regular expressions, yeah. yes. like,
1: like times and time,
0: time zones. Yes, I just cannot yes, wrap time. my head uh, around this exactly. Move to North Pole or South Pole, no time mm-hmm. zones, you're in no every time single zone, time yes. zone at the same time. So, yep. Now on uh, <laughs> Power Automate side, uh, there was a February 2023 update on Power Automate for Desktop. And I love the the frequent or the reliability of having a like, monthly summary on all of the updates. And again, awesome to have new features available. And even though it wouldn't be much, but like you know, we will yes. always release the monthly update, and these are the new things. So it's easy to follow up on them afterwards. This one I already talked about. So happy anniversary for SharePoint Framework. And then uh, there was something interesting related to GitHub. What is this exactly. all about? Code spaces. Beginner's, beginner's guide to learning to code with
1: GitHub code spaces. You might've heard a name, but if you didn't have a chance to give it a try, this article gives you like cool overview and takes you from really zero to a hero in using Codespaces, right? Because like, what are the typical things where you try to join new project or do something open source? Well, you need to set up your dev environment, or at least you had to in the past. With Codespaces, that is now a thing of a past. How, how it works? Check out the article.
0: Yeah, it's, it's actually really, 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 really cool. Uh, it's promise of the, let's say, decades that you no longer need to have a super powerful computer on your usage. You just connected the to, to remotely well, cloud-host the thing. The is warm, so, but
1: also like all the dependencies. And like, yes. you need to have node, and you need to have packages, and you yep. need this, and yep. you need that. Yep. Like, I, don't, I don't want to spend two hours to, to just this one yep. one fix.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> every single time I you saw. open up a Visual Studio code, Visual Studio, it tells you that you need to update that. And every single time you do that, it... <laughs> <laughs> you're not using it enough. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Now, Marcus Miller from m 8 had a great article related on PDF document conversion in Microsoft Teams tab with Microsoft Graph and Teams Toolkit for Visual Studio. Uh, And this is the Visual Studio, not Visual Studio Code, but Visual Studio, really looking into uh, how to get started on using that, granting the permissions and and doing the transformation to PDF documents and single sign-on and all of how how that actually works. So thank you, Marcus. These are really, really, really powerful blog posts I'm showing the baseline and features and capabilities and how to get started, so really good. Then we had a uh, two articles uh, from uh, Sutartan, related yes, on PMP React Control series.
1: Exactly, PMP React Controls part 15. So he's going through all controls available and apparently there are quite a few of them. And yes. in this article, he talks about the site picker. So whenever you build an app that uh, has the need to let users select a site, you don't need to build any of that. There is a, a control available for you to use within SPFX, right? That is yep. SPFX. Well,
0: exactly. it's, a, a, it's the, the open source controls for SPFX. Yes, that is correct. Exactly. Yes.
1: So it is in SPFX. So it takes the content. You don't need to do any of it. You, you just add that to your app, and users can now select sites from their right. tenant.
0: Absolutely, they are context-aware uh, controls, which is really, really cool. And the part 16 uh, came out one day later, so he's been there really you busy. Go. Field <laughs>
1: collection data is just going one by one, but it's yes. really great to show—not just you know offer a list of stuff, but also show like how would you use them in practice? Like what kind of code is needed? Some simple use case and a yep. video or a GIF that shows like how does that work? Because that makes it really like, oh, that one gotcha. Yep. Exactly,
0: right. exactly. This one is a really, really, really cool control, by the way. It gives you this collection, manage collection cool. of. All of them yeah, are. Yeah, cool. they are, they are. Yes, absolutely, 100%. Anyway, uh, so let's move forward. Uh, Martin Links had a new proposal on working with Purview event based retention using code. And that sounds really, really, really interesting. What is Purview? What is Purview? It's all about content
1: retention, content policy, discovery. So it's all about, um, I don't know, what is the overall records management? Ooh, Compliance, that, yeah, that yeah, of yeah. clients. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. So it's all about that, right? Absolutely. And, and that is a product we offer basically to help you manage records in your org. Yep,
0: absolutely really, really cool. Um, and there's so much new stuff in here as well. Um, oh, yeah. So we used to have the record center, uh, <laughs> but when now it's in a when? completely new level. So. Yeah, so, so if you know that, this isn't it. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is true. Now, Stefan Bauer had a new blog post. He's he's such a wizard. Uh, I know Stefan is up to the level of, of people to, you know, He's so good at this stuff. Uh, it's just amazing. So.
1: Yeah, it's like, if you would ask me way back when, like, can you have like 400 level talk on CSS? Like CSS? I mean, yes, <laughs> like we all know, no. like putting a div in the middle of a page is really hard. Yeah. But then you learn about things like that and you see things like 3D animations and you're like, oh my God, I know
0: nothing. I'm like level one. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, uh, Stefan's article really focuses on updating how to include 3rd body CSS in the SharePoint framework. There are some changes on this uh, in the new, latest versions of SharePoint framework, and he talks about those options and changes. And he works on this stuff on a day-to-day basis, but the level of a understanding how this works, just, yeah, every single time I'm talking yeah. with Stefan about this stuff, I'm like, I have no idea what you're saying, but it's really cool. Today. There you go. Today, <laughs> I exactly. learned. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Now, uh, wonder Laura. Laura, Laura Roches had a new article as well. Um, yes, list choice column other with Power Apps.
1: Right. So typically, when you build an app and you offer a, a set of options, you might want to have this thing other. And then when you have it, like there's a, a textbook that allows you to type the other thing. Yeah. How you would do that in Power Apps? Well, Laura's article
0: shows you exactly that. Yep, really, really cool. Thank you from Laura for that one. Uh, Then we had an article from Peter Winstra relating calculate progress of tasks in SharePoint using Power Automate. Calculate progress of tasks in SharePoint using Power Automate. So basically connecting uh, the task list uh, which are in SharePoint, which you can, of course, still use and not just use to-do list and and, and planner um, and then calculating the status and calculating information using then Power Automate. Uh, Really, really cool scenario. So like, showcasing the scenario, and then this is how I implemented that. These are super beneficial yeah. for the ecosystem. Now, Laura had a new article. It's been a while from her site, yeah. which says her articles are always so awesome. So we were waiting for every single day to have something new. Yeah. So
1: Is there anything yeah. new? F5, F5. Yeah, there is. <laughs> yes. How to use PNP PowerShell on Azure functions with app-only access. And this is a key scenario, fundamental thing. You use functions to have a daily job or weekly or well everything you want to do and you want to do it in PowerShell because it's a very convenient way to write a script and script that you can run locally and then you want to run this in a cloud so that you can close the laptop's lid and go back home right so this is a super convenient popular common case how do you go about it well now we have a step-by-step description that takes you directly through that how do you use PNP PowerShell in Azure Functions with app-only access.
0: Yep, absolutely. Really, really cool stuff. And, and this really comes also back on, uh, on the fact that there's some compatibility issues related on the versions. Um, and this comes back on Azure going forward and going backwards and the default settings. And, uh, but um, she provides then a, a options of uh, downgrading and how do you adjust the things and settings to yeah. make things work. So really, yeah, really in cool. In
1: words, how do you get it to work? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. <laughs> now, Eric Overfield,
1: really short. how do you get
0: <laughs> to work? <laughs> yes. Eric Overfield, Overfield had awesome news uh, last week related on uh, Shep on kit. and there's a new version 3 out which is all updated to use uh, SharePoint Framework 1.16.1 and to use Craft Toolkit 2.9, which is the latest version there. Uh, SharePoint uh, starter kit is basically, and let me show this. This is actually something really cool. We worked together with numerous, numerous MVPs and other people um, on showcasing how would you build a custom portals with custom experiences. Some of this stuff is now more, well, there's more and more of some of English English reset now some of the <laughs> some of the extensibility shown here are nowadays available out of the box uh, but it's the whole point is to showcasing what is how to build web parts and experiences and customization custom menus and footers and all of that in a comprehensive solution and
1: package and the and package this exactly the end-to-end experience
0: right exactly so thank you, Eric, on working on the V3 on this one. Uh, we'll sk- 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 English is so hard. We will catch you scheduled uh, for sure for a community call demo related on uh, the updates in here as well, because it is really, really cool to see uh, this one getting updated on the latest version. So many web parts, so many features, so many capabilities, which are available uh, from this sample. Good, good. Uh, Elio had an update related on SPFX, uh, BMP SPFx controls coming back on search hearts and blog posts. Uh, so these are the ones which you can track and drop in place and, and they just do magically context aware capabilities and features and connectivity, uh, which is really, really cool using either Craft or SharePoint Rest APIs behind of the scenes. And there's two versions of them, the React controls and then property controls, both have a new version available. Thank you, Elio, that. Uh that. Adam had an update on his um, Microsoft VS Code extensions. Uh, what are these, Waldeck? What, what,
1: CLI for what? Microsoft 365 VS Code extension release 2.2.4. So these extensions are meant to help you uh, use CLI for Microsoft 365 in scripts and other things. So things like you know IntelliSense and getting uh, feedback when you write scripts and so forth and so on. So these are really great ways to, if you use CLI in that way, and you use VS Code as your editor for scripts, you need to have this extension, right? And, yep. and he has also another one for Power Show, right? Yep. So PowerShell, right? So basically, get completion for commands and commandlets so that you, can, you don't need to you know, look up all the time having one pane docs and then the other one yep. script and switch back and forth. No, get all of that in context
0: in VS Code. This is really, really yep. cool. Really, really cool. Thank you, Adam, on that one. Now, on the YouTube video site, uh, I just numbed them one day. Wow, this is you're hard. going too fast, slow down. YouTube video site, uh, Shane Young had a new video related on ChatGPT versus Bing Chat. Power Apps help compared. So so basically comparing, well, um, Bing Chat is basically an advanced version of ChatGPT, but then comparing the different options and what's available and how do they actually work in the context of Power Automate. Really, really cool video and, and showcasing the answers and questions and uh, how things are actually working um, and what we can ask and what kind of information we're getting out of it. Can you tell me about the video, Power Apps Builder Gallery drop I you just linked and and you can actually get a summary on the on the video. It's actually pretty cool. So a yeah. lot of lot of cool uh, information there. Uh, Paulo had a new video as well. Yes,
1: about creating planner plans via Microsoft Graph. So a while back we've extended. Uh, planner api uh on microsoft graph again with Apple only access something that's been asked for a long 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 time so now yep. you will see how how you can use that api in practice for creating plans buckets and tasks in planner
0: using the microsoft graph that's really really cool thank you Paolo, on that one and then the final video is from juliana deluca uh related on how to use the new microsoft viva connection desktop um, that well it's actually called microsoft viva connection home or but you know, terminology is always confusing. <laughs> but it's basically this new home experience uh, which we are rolling out, um, which is mainly impacting the desktop experience of Microsoft Viva Connection because the mobile experience was already looking more like this, uh, aligned on this one. Um, but he's talking about how to how to start using that, what is the experience, how to modify that, what are the different options and all that. So really, really cool. Thank you, Giuliano Luca on that one. That's it for now. Uh, I guess stop sharing there we go uh we went already through what's happening within this week with Spends uh, anything else what you want to talk about craft hackathon participate on that one super definitely, super cool definitely so that's uh, that's
1: so one two try new versions of c life
0: microsoft 365 and microsoft graph developer proxy they are out this week and test out spfx 1.17 and let us know if yes. you find any issues so that's really if you have an opportunity of do that um the, we do uh, Acknowledge, of course, that the preview and beta stuff is, is nowadays, it's much, much harder to actually get time to test out things. So there's so many things rolling out all the times, but it's super important. There's at least an option to test out things yeah. uh, before exactly. they are and released. There's
1: also a great, great reminder for us to extend CLI for Microsoft 365 with the ability to update that so that you, yes. if you have an hour of time available, you can spend on the upgrade a minute or two and then spend the rest of the time testing as opposed to you spend the time to upgrade the project and then the time is gone and by the time you're ready (laughs) you're like yeah the time is gone i can't i don't have time to do anything else so we try to simplify that a little and that is not yet available in the version out this week but we'll try to get it in as soon as we can
0: that really reminds me i don't i don't play that much but i do have my xbox on the the shelf there and i have that the the thing in here every single time i open up the xbox like okay fine i'll I'll, I'll just I'll I'll do something and play whatever game and it's like yeah we we'll need to update that how much ten gigabytes you gotta, be more, gigabytes. You gotta <laughs> yes. be more
1: intentional about it you gotta be more intentional about like plan it put it in the calendar for the next week <laughs>
0: yes
1: like block hour I'm gonna play here run the updates already now so that then yep. you'll be like game on
0: yep exactly exactly almost the same thing um but it's it's it, yeah updates are rolling out all the time also in the software so it's it's kind of a well same challenge. Cool. Anyway, thanks everybody for joining. Uh, please use the BMP hashtag, uh, <laughs> BMP Weekly hashtag. I will, am I saying that correctly? yes I'm BMP Weekly hashtag in the Twitter. Um, actually, you can use that hashtag also in LinkedIn. Uh, LinkedIn doesn't uh, the hashtags do work there as well. So we will know what's available and what are the cool things what you're creating and building. Um, it helps us on on actually then surfacing your stuff uh, in the show. Other than that, please give us feedback. Input suggestions, all more than welcome, uh, related on the work we do.
1: Exactly. And next week is gonna be show number two hundred. We're that are, is at least true. Me. I'm curious to see what we will, what our host because we won't be host, we will be
0: guests, I guess. Yes. That's yes, the idea. That's, I guess we need so to what yeah. our host <laughs> will going to prep for us. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, cool to have that number achieved. So that's 200 shots. So we're go. Yeah, really okay. Cool. And then next up is 300. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's, <laughs> that's how it. That that's how the math Three works. A year and a half. <laughs> 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 or two years, or however long yes, it takes. Absolutely. But thanks everybody for watching, and thank you for the feedback. And keep let us know how we do. Cheers, everybody. Have a great one. Thank you. Bye.